0: Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back Behind the Velvet Rope. Let's just get right into it today because we have so much to break down. We are with our good friend, Ms. Sarah Frazier.
1: Hi David, love you. Behind the Velvet Rope. So what excited. is
0: going on here today? We have yeah. a lot.
1: Yeah, there's a lot, right? It was kind of like a slow, maybe like the past two weeks in the Bravo universe. Um, but it's back. Like so many things have picked up. I feel like lots of, you know, items dropping some controversy. Um, yeah, I feel like there's a lot cooking.
0: Listen, first of all, I feel like we could do a whole show and talk about nothing but Beverly Hills, right? Cause there is oh. just, oh. let me tell you something. This, this Lisa Rinna, this Lisa Rinna, which part, she, which part she just, knows what she's doing. She gets on that Twitter, she gets on that Instagram and she just knows what she's doing, right?
1: I mean, it just, you know, it's almost to the point a little with Rena, I cannot keep up with all the feuds because, you know, she's still feuding with Kathy. She's not backing down. It seems like there's no love loss now between Kathy and Renna, of course, over these alleged gay slurs that, you know, Sutton swears never happened towards her assistant. And um, racial
0: slurs that Renna is saying happened.
1: I mean, she is like, I'm like, who are you? Go- I, I swear to God, Renna's plan must be when this is over to like leave Beverly Hills. Like she must be done with Beverly Hills because I mean, you can't like Kathy is a queen here.
0: Do you know Rena did an interview? Did you see that where she explains? I think we talked about this before. Why yes, everyone we hates did. her? She,
1: yeah, and she said she's fine being the villain, and of course she is now painted as the villain. And we only see these small things. We don't see Rena calm and like. And you know, I mean, our friend on the podcast, cancel me, baby. The host there, you and I, we've had her both. We on. We know her. She has interviewed Rena, and she says that Rena is completely opposite of what you see in in TV on TV. Very like doesn't really want the spotlight quiet. Where some, we some of the other women that are maybe you wouldn't expect would be such like kind of TV whores are. So it's, it's so fascinating. I mean, Rena plays the game. Like we we've talked about
0: Rena wants the paycheck. Now she isn't backing down. Now, let's talk about these, 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 I mean, she doxed everyone says doxed. Um, she's in a fight now with someone did you read all this like I'm just looking down because it's like all right so now it's like she her and Kathy yes are going back and forth then she posted a screenshot of a text she received from a number that wasn't saved in her contacts the text said Lisa you need to stop with your rumors and lies about me there's Plenty I can expose about you. So, of course, Rinna wrote over the image You exposed yourself. Hey, exposed away. Can't wait to see what you got. Like, Rinna doesn't care. She's like, You want to start talking about me and shit? Like, she just doesn't care. She really is of the ilk of like, No news is, no press is bad press. Like, say whatever you want about me. Yeah. Then this person says, um, I mean, so she posted their number. Then it's like many fans speculated the sender was Kathy's assistant, the person that sent this. And then someone wrote, I just called the number and they said, Hello, this is the executive assistant of Kathy Hilton. Now, yes, I mean, well, that's kind of a good clue that you know that that is who it is. But I mean, also the person could have just had that number. I'm not sure we know that it's the assistant, but apparently it's this Patrick Somers. And he is going to be in a new reality show. Mind you, they've done a lot of reality shows with Beverly Hills gays. They're on like D-list networks. And I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying he's in a show that's apparently going to be called The Real Husbands of Sunset. Okay. I wonder if that's the show I already watched. I think that's the show I already watched. It's on like some network that is never really heard small. Of that. Right. Okay, and never like no, no shade. But I mean, like, all right, so- I mean, he's not going to be like a Beverly Hills housewife. Like, he's not going to take Rina's coins. And just basically, they went back and forth. And Rena's like, honey, I'm laughing all the way to the bank. I don't know. Rina's just... She doesn't give a fuck. That, that's doesn't really care. Fuck.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think there's something I think there's something so empowering about Arena. I mean, you know, you know with the Kathy Hilton, right? I mean, I think they very much, Kathy and Rick, for years have controlled their image. I, I, I don't know them personally yet, although I want to go to Kathy's. Anyway, um, but I, I think that they have crafted their image, right? With publicists over the years and different things and you know, putting different stories out to to keep them quiet or whatever. I think Ren is her own publicist. I don't think, I think you're right. I think Ren knows if I put all of it out, then nobody can hold anything against me. And I think, That's what she does better than anybody else. You know, you know, I mean, you hear lots of rumors from other Bravo podcasters of Heather Dubrow's antics. You know, if Heather Dubrow doesn't like an interview, you know, she'll call, she'll have somebody call. They want certain things taken out. I mean, Heather and Terry allegedly go to great extents to have a certain image put out about them. And it's, that's exhausting. Like I think for Renna, she's probably seen that game for so long that she's like, oh, fuck it, whatever, anything. I, I mean, I can't wait to see what her response is going to be to Kelly Dodd over the Harry Hamlin, you know, comment. And of course, yeah. What do you think People of that? People
0: say all the time that Harry is gay. They always say, I don't know. Always. I mean, I just, you know, they always say this and right. So Kelly Dodd just said, you know, like basically Harry's gay and like what did Lisa post like? good morning to everyone except for Kelly Dodd or something like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, basically Kelly Dodd was referencing, you know, Todd Chrisley, of course, famously of Chrisley knows best. Um, you know, they're in a huge trial where there's so much good juicy dirt coming out about them. But, you know, the, the long-time speculation about Todd Chrisley is that he's been gay. Now his gay lovers reportedly on the stand, who was also his business partner said so they have a long-time affair and that somebody tried to expose them and extort them for $38,000. I had so
0: then- the Christie's on my show. And I mean, you know, it I was, did? it was, yeah. Oh,
1: which ones? Did you have Todd?
0: Todd and Julie <gasps> together.
1: Oh my God. How go was Todd Was Todd good? I mean, listen,
0: I, I basically alluded. I mean, I said, you know, like, you're the face of metrosexual men. I mean, I tried- I mean, look, I I couldn't come right out and say like, dude, everyone thinks you're gay. I mean, he kind of knows it. He actually said he wanted to be on the Beverly Hills Housewives so he could be best friends with Kathy Hilton and go to lunch. I mean, I love him. Look, I mean, I don't know. He's okay. Here's where I come down on this. I do not think Harry Hamlin is gay, period. That's my opinion. Okay. And I mean, Todd Chrisley, look, I mean, we all know. We all know the Todd Chrisleys of the world, right? Like we all know these men. Look, I think-
1: Yes, go on. I, I I mean, mean, you have you have some inside scoop here. I mean, you, you know-, know as I, mean, I don't
0: want guy. to stereotype, you know? And I mean, I really do think there are people that could be, look, there's gay guys that are really butch that you could never tell. And I mean, I just, it is a little confusing with <laughs> it's it, 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 It's a little confusing, guys
1: i don't care. it doesn't i always to me it's so funny not funny because everybody has different things but it's so interesting to me i see i don't know about harry because harry was of the generation you know harry's 70 my, people my- swear
0: people the last time i said this i got dms and do you remember this and this i mean he was in the movie making love which was a gay movie but he's an after but there are people that every time i say he's not gay i get like david how clueless are you in life? But go on. Let's hear your version of why Harry well, is not. I,
1: you know, I have I have two sets of gunkles in my family who have been very close with for years and years and years. And unfortunately, one of my gunkles passed. Um, But you know, he was he was older, ten years older than Harry Hamlin. But you know, he always for years had a beard. Always, you know, because he was a superintendent of schools. I mean, he always had a girlfriend for a very long time now this was a different generation but harry's of that generation and i think lisa's down for anything i think lisa i don't think lisa has a problem if they were having threesomes or whatever i think the only thing is unless he's been having this long time harry hamlin not that i know this long time relationship with somebody who is going to keep their secrets it's hard to keep things quiet you know Todd Chrisley I don't care I I think it's even better that Todd Chrisley may have had an affair with a guy and is married to his wife and his mom is there I mean I I adore Todd Chrisley I think they they're great um now of course they apparently were into a bunch of fraud well I was just
0: gonna say like I mean we're (laughs) certainly not talking about this fraud of like
1: Oh, the Todd Chrisley story is good. I got in the rabbit hole the other day. You know, I mean, they allegedly made false statements that they had a Merrill Lynch account where they alleged alleged they had 1.7 million. Now, this was to get further loans to basically keep their lifestyle going. Well, Todd had a Merrill Lynch account, but it only had 17 grand. They've reportedly spent $30 million loans um, that they've been given refinanced to keep up the appearance of their lifestyle when they've had no money. But I mean, we see this all the time, right? This is allegedly what Jen Shaw did. This is obviously allegedly what, what Tom Girardi did. So, I, I
0: don't get it. I don't get I it. I don't
1: get it either. I don't get that you're, and you know, okay, maybe you're going to fake it. But then it may, it goes to me to, it goes back to me to think then there's no money in television because if you're faking this great lifestyle, okay, maybe you fake it for a while. And then you would think, don't you start making amazing money off TV appearances and stuff, and then you could stop being a fraudster. But I guess they just keep, they just then have to make the lifestyle even more expensive. I mean, it
0: depends what you mean. I mean, if your fraudster lifestyle is to be at the Beyonce level, no, you're not making that money. But listen, I mean, you know, I'm just like, it's my issue. It's not my issue, but it's my, like, I'm out here in the Hamptons. I mean, I'm meeting so many people. I just, I really just don't think that anyone has real money until they do. And I observe. And then like, I was at a party with Eva Longoria two days ago. She has money. (laughs) It's not, she has real. It's just, but even like when I meet people and they're talking, I swear, it's just like my, it's my, what's the word? Not sensitive. It's the thing that I am like good at sussing out. And I really feel most people don't have real money. I just, I just, a lot oh, do. I see, right. There's plenty of people with money, but like it's but just yeah. It's,
1: it's just
0: funny. it's just yeah. I just don't understand that, that. but I mean, so you really think Harry Hamlin is gay? It seems
1: uh, like I think with Harry, there's a good chance, and um, because I just think he's of a different generation, and I don't think it's a big deal in their marriage. And to me, I just don't see. I don't even know how it's a news story anymore. Like like ooh, I. Well, Everybody, I think it's yeah, a new story
0: right. in the sense that, like, you are married to Lisa Rinna, who claims, you know, I'm the truth seer. I'm the truth seer. Let it all out. I speak the truth. Well, not if your husband's gay, sweetheart. But I, I, I don't look. We, we can disagree. I just don't see it. But I do agree that I think. Listen, I've also had Heather and Terry on my show, and then I had Heather on my show. I just think she must like me because I've never had any, you know, don't say this and let me edit this. And, but I do get, I get it. You know I mean? That is what people say about the Dubrow. So I I don't know, but I I agree. Rina, that's the way to do it. I mean, if I were her, I wouldn't care either. I'd be like, just say whatever you want about me. I just don't care. It's all going to come out, but she's not backing down. She's not backing down with Kathy. And look, I mean, we're gonna see what happens, right? We're gonna see what happens. I mean, a lot of people are saying, like, wh- I mean, K- Rina's also saying, I guess when you're this boring and you have to come up with a storyline, like Rina is just. I Kinda still, still I still go back to the fact that. This was the woman, not with us and not how she was edited, but Rinna herself would say last season, like this is Kathy Hilton. Like she revered her. So as I just go back to the fact that Rina will turn on anybody, anybody, period, the end, she'll turn on anyone. Right. Last, I mean, that's I, just what it is.
1: No, I agree with you. And my last thought on this is I do have to say, I, I do agree with you in the sense about the Harry Hamlin thing about him not being like gay or nothing's going to come out. Cause I just do. I feel like at this point, I mean, Rena has been on, they've been in the public eye for so long. You know what I mean? Like if, if there was going to be a big Harry Hamlin reveal, like a Todd Chrisley reveal, I mean, I just, I think we would have heard it by, you know what I mean? Like, I think we would have had, I I, I'm kind of with you. I, I don't think there's anything really
0: there. cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROW. I got to tell you guys about the Diggs Revolve dog crate. Now, the Revolve is a collapsible dog crate that's easy to set up, transport, and store. So, you know those, like, old-fashioned, like, big dog crates that you're used to that take up so much room when you're not using them, not the revolve. Like what you can do is you just need to take one hand and you literally, you raise it up and you put it together and then you can collapse it. So when you're not using it, you can store it. And it's so easily transportable. It has a carrying handle and wheels, and it's easy to clean thanks to the removable bottom tray. And it comes in four different colors. And it really does look like a piece of furniture instead of like a dog crate. And it is the summer. So you guys all have your summer vacations. You know, they also have a great passenger travel carrier. So, you know, when your dog wants to travel, why not travel in style? And listen, it's a five-star crash test rating. So it's also safe if you're going to take your dog anywhere. And now, just from listening to this podcast, you can get 15% off your Revolt or your passenger purchase for your little furry friend. Go to digs.pet slash velvet. That's digs, D-I-G-G-S dot pet slash velvet to get 15% off your purchase. Okay, I need to tell you guys about Radix Remedies. Listen, Radix Premium Cannabis was started by three lifelong friends and cannabis connoisseurs. Can you imagine being a cannabis connoisseur? I swear I'm in the wrong line of work. But listen, their hottest item and the one that I like the best is the THC gummies. Now those are pretty self-explanatory. It's a cannabis edible. I mean, they make you feel great. They're like the brownies that you're probably used to, but I don't know. To me, there's just something better about the gummies. They enhance my reaction time. They reduce my anxiety. Now, everyone who knows me knows that I'm a New Yorker. My mind doesn't shut off and I have trouble sleeping. And I swear rated sleepy bears really help me. They're delicious. And basically they're the most effective sleep aid that I have ever used. They're gummies that you just kind of take at night. They're cannabis and melatonin infused, and they really help me sleep and I mean, if you think I could do this podcast without a good night's sleep, I mean, come on now. There's so many other products that Radix has to offer, topicals. Now, all of their products can be purchased as monthly subscriptions at reduced rates because you're listening to this podcast. There's free shipping on orders over $35 and you get 15% off with the promo code velvet. So go to www.radixremedies, that's www.radixremedies.com dot com. Go and check them out. Take advantage of all the special offers that we've secured for you listeners. And remember, Radix, your remedy. And now, back to the show. I don't want to sound so negative here today, but listen, I'm not getting any younger. You know, who is? And I have so many more aches and pains these days than ever before, not to mention the fact that I've been killing it at the gym. And I'm even more sore these days than anything else. And I need a good night's sleep. Like if you think I can do this podcast without a good night's sleep, I can't. And I used to have a problem sleeping, but I have to tell you Dormeo's mattress topper has really helped me get a much better night's sleep. The best thing about it is it's a fraction of the cost of a new mattress. So you can get that new bed feeling without like actually having to buy a new bed. And so like, for me, like, it means like, I don't wake up like, and everyone's going to know what I'm talking about, like hot and sweaty, you know, when you're trapped from all that body heat, like this mattress topper just it breathes and it's great it has a full range of sizes from twin all the way up through king so if you think i'm in a better mood it's because i'm getting a better night's sleep and that's because of dormeo mattress topper right now you can go to dormeo.com slash velvet and you'll receive 30 percent off your Dormeo mattress topper. That's the best offer you'll receive anywhere, but you have to go to Dormeo.com slash velvet. Remember, with their 10-year warranty and 100-night risk-free trial, plus free shipping, it's crazy not to give Dormeo a try.
1: And if I there don't, is, I, don't I don't think like there's it's...
0: really anything, I don't think there's really anything there. Yeah.
1: No, I, I agree. Um, I agree.
0: Let me tell you now that- um, I'm not sure of a full cast of who's filming and who's not filming, but Heather Dubrow and Shannon Bador are filming season 17 of The Real Housewives of the Original. Really? I don't wow. Think, I don't think we're gonna have some big shake up. I well, mean and does a- anyone care? Does anyone care about RHOC?
1: God. That's a, that's a great, you know what, in a way that's actually an interesting strategy by Bravo, like, and because to your point, you know, there was so much drama about New York. They, they took time off. There was no reunion. There was just so much controversy. So what better way to kind of keep the ball rolling is just like, boom, we're going to keep filming and we're just, let's just, let's just push on and see if people kind of forget that, you know, the ratings weren't great or whatever. And let's see what happens next season.
0: I mean, I'm looking, I mean, all I know is that I saw that Heather and Shannon were filming. So we'll we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Um, In other Beverly Hills news, you know, Kyle, you know, there was this whole thing of the text messages with LVP and she's saying, I texted them, you know, look, they're not friends. They're not going to speak, but you know, it's kind of like when someone dies or something major happens, LVP is like, you know, not going to be friends with these two, but I mean, I, reached out and texted them and then pk said you know i'm gonna call sherlock holmes because i don't know where these text messages are kyle then jumped into the mix and said yeah that vanderpump she's really crafty you know meaning like you know listen you can document something if you screenshot it and clip off the top and and well LVP might have one thing with three. She's like, I'm not going to go there with, you know, get out Kyle. Like, she's not going to let Kyle have the last word. Uh, Miss Rinna, no, I don't know. I mean, Miss Vanderpump, I, look, paid six reaches out to me all the time. So paid six could have reached out to her, but I don't know. Miss Vanderpump could have picked up the phone and called paid six, but she called them or they called her and she's like, oh, here, here's my phone here forget about this screenshots, go through my entire phone. So paid six has gone through with Lisa ah. phone. <laughs> and
1: I love it. I love it. And the they're like, were there?
0: She reached out to them. Yep.
1: Wow. And it
0: showed that it was delivered and I read and everything. Yep.
1: Wow. Okay. So what do you make of that? Do you think Dory and PK just didn't get it do you think that they missed it or do you think that they they don't like LVP so it was a way to just get back at her and kind of gaslight her what what do you think and
0: let's just lie and say we never this was never sent I don't know
1: to me it sounds like they didn't get it don't you think like they never received it they they have multiple phones or something
0: I don't know about that
1: well then, well, then you kind of feel like they're lying, right? That they're basically just throwing Lisa under the bus and they don't give a shit if it's true or not. Do you know what I do
0: know? I know that Lisa Vanderpump has not been on Beverly Hills Housewives for several seasons and yet we're all still talking about her.
1: Okay. I mean, you know, and maybe that's, and that's a, probably just a good thing all around. It's a good thing for Vanderpump rules. One day, man, I, one day.
0: Miss, Listen, if Kyle is really done, like she says she might be, Whatever that season happens, yeah. and we're all sensing it's coming, maybe not yeah. this season, I don't know if they're not. I still think with Kyle gone, no, Vanderpump, listen, Lisa, at the end of the day, the big fish to her is Kyle, right? That's what set her off to go contact Page Six or respond with a phone. She doesn't give a crap about freaking Dory Kemsley, okay? So she's friends with Garcelle. They have an organic friendship. They both said they don't talk about housewives, it's not to get back, and she's become friends with Garcelle. If Kyle leaves with just Dore left, I mean she doesn't get along with Erica either, but now or Rina, but now it's like that's good drama. I, I still think Lisa's big pain point is Kyle, it's not Erica or the others, like she doesn't give a crap about Erica, Jane. Raina. Well, especially
1: now, right? I mean, Erica, we know, I mean, Erica, we know doesn't have any money. I mean, the last episode of Beverly Hills was so great. She was looking at Lisa's um Cartier rings. Isn't it Diana's. Lisa? Diana, thank you. Diana's Cartier yeah. rings. And she's I like, love oh. an
0: Erica Jane who's humble and says, I can't afford that. But yeah. I really feel, I mean, people really, I mean, the cast says it, Kyle is the queen. She's the one that holds our phone together, so like our, our, our show together. I think if Kyle were gone, I don't know. I'm not so sure with Erica, Lisa, and Dorit. She doesn't get along with them, but I'm not so sure she wouldn't come back. She would have Garcelle. She would have Crystal. I mean, we're assuming all these people stay around, which is not going to be the case. But I still think if Kyle ever leaves, they're going to go after LVP in a-
1: So hard, in yeah. A different
0: yeah. Way. And I- I, I'm telling you, I feel it. I don't feel it this year. I don't feel it next year. I feel within in the next.
1: Oh, I do. Three too.
0: years, least Kyle will be gone. Lisa Vanderpump will be back. Mark because my words. My I prediction. I saw
1: it, in that story about Dori, the back and forth about the texts. There was another quote from Kyle, basically saying this: like these grown women going to social media, arguing back and forth over stupid text messages when there's all this stuff going on in the world. This is like what I can't stand anymore. She basically gave a quote, not exact those words, but along that lines about like, this is why I want out. Like it's so stupid. I I don't care. And don't
0: forget. I mean, Kyle's really good friend just took her on life. Do you know this?
1: No, I didn't know this. It's a
0: really good friend of hers. And it's someone who. Oh, wow. Was like happy until she wasn't. It was a very like rapid thing. It wasn't like someone that had like years in history of mental illness. It was just one of those things that she was happy. And then she wasn't. I mean, I'm oversimplifying, but. And then she'll Kyle really has some things going on in the real world. Really? Wow.
1: I didn't know that that's not to mention
0: the fact that, I mean, I don't think she's exactly like, you know, Kumbaya with her sister, Kathy at the moment. So I think that's where Kyle's like a woman took her life. this was Kyle's like one of her best friends in the world.
1: So it's just kind of
0: like, I got real problems guys. And you're fighting over like a text message. Like, listen, here's the thing. Jorinda, I think is on more of a pause, but I think if Kyle put herself on a pause, 365 days later, if Kyle said, I don't want the pause, they would take her back. So I think if Kyle were to leave for a year, I think she could easily come back. I don't think they're gonna say no. So why not? You can you can pass on the million dollars.
1: You oh, can yeah. pass I on mean, that
0: for a year. Like look, I,
1: I live in LA know? now. I see those agency signs on every house. You know, I mean, you know, Mauricio is doing very I well. mean
0: Mauricio is getting a percentage of every sale two million, 400,000, 50 million, David and James from million dollar listing who are gone. They either quit or got fired. They work for him. Yeah. Mauricio's, I mean, that's the whole drama that happened between Kathy and Kyle way back. Mauricio worked for Rick Hilton in real estate and started his own agency. So Mauricio is making a lot, you know? Yeah. So yeah,
1: He's doing very well, yes. And
0: listen, you know that he's like, Kyle, if you're not happy, just leave. Like what house husband... Well, there's a few, but many house husbands are probably thrilled when their wife quits. So
1: they are. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know, guys. I mean, losing a very good friend and then over a suicide, which is raises a whole nother level of just, I mean, what you do as a friend as a family member, you know, you look inward. Could I have prevented this? It's just, you know, there's, uh, there's a lot that goes along with it. I don't know. I'm not saying Kyle's leaving this year, but. Based on that quote and the other quote, I just think if she leaves, LVP will be back. I think it's possible. I do. I do.
1: I think yeah. this is a great prediction. I think you're so on to it. And I just do. I'm with you. You feel, and maybe it's sooner than we think. I mean, maybe Kyle does maybe Kyle pauses for a year. Definitely a lot's going on. I think that's a good assessment.
0: You guys know that I'm out here living my best life this summer in the Hamptons. And look, I mean, part of that was like, I kind of doubled down on my therapy with TalkSpace. Like, I need a clear head. I'm going to have a good summer. And look, I mean, a lot of thoughts and emotions and life situations you know, they get in my way. I'm sure they get in everyone's way and they stack up and, you know, it's, there's no shame in today's day and age and, you know, saying, Hey, I I need to talk to someone. And I personally don't want to talk to my friends. I don't want a bunch of yes, people that are just going to, you know, yes, me to death. I really Find that talk space and talking to a licensed trained therapist, someone that has an outside perspective has really helped me. And I love, you know, that I am out here in the Hamptons. You don't need to go to someone's office. This can all be done over the phone, Zoom. It's a great way to get high level therapy and the help you need at like a fraction of the cost. So listen, if your thoughts and emotions are piling up, listen, it's the summer guys, you need to have a happy summer. You can match with one of their dedicated therapists today at talkspace.com. And you use promo code velvet during sign up to get $100 off your first month. That's $100 off at talkspace.com with promo code velvet. Dame products is a series of female vibrators, and they have so many f- options to choose from, you know, that saying no good deed goes unpunished. Well, I recommended Dame female vibrators to all my friends. And let me tell you something, now they're giving me feedback. You know, it's like TMI, ladies. But listen, you guys have to hear about Dame products. It's a series of female vibrators. You can choose the Evo, which is really their first and most iconic product. It's a hands-free couples vibrator designed to enhance partner play without getting in the way. There's the Fin, which is a finger vibrator designed to be an extension of your hand for both partner and solo play. You could choose the Palm, which is a soft and flexible vibrator that bends to the curb of your body. I also should mention like Dame has aloe lube and sex oil. It's really kind of like a one-stop shop with so many options to choose from. Listen, go to Dame like all my girlfriends did, but you can keep the feedback to yourself. If you're having fun and you enjoy it, I don't need to hear all the details. As a listener of this podcast, you can go to DameProducts.com. You enter code VELVETROPE and you get 15% off your entire order site-wide. Yeah, that's 15% off. And the best part, Dame offers hassle-free returns within 60 days. So your satisfaction is literally a guarantee. Power up your pleasure with a palm or any of the other toys I just mentioned from Dame Products. Go to DameProducts.com, enter code VELVETROPE today. And you get 15% off site-wide. She might pause. Diana Jenkins, who I absolutely loved. um, I don't know. She's okay. I'm starting to think maybe, you know, I don't know. You're not as wild about her. I'm not as wild about her. I still stand by the fact that I love my housewives in Beverly Hills Filthy Rich. I love it. I love the out-of-touchness. But it's a fine line where you're like, this is now going to get annoying you know, like where all we're doing is like cash talking. And I understand that's her edit and that's probably why she got the job. And I don't know. I mean, look, she, yeah. I and mean, I don't think she's desperate. She's friends with like NPH and his husband, like Elton John. I think she's the real deal. It's just, I'm not sure a hundred percent that I love her as much as I thought I did. Ah. But, I, but I stand by... She is that Erica Jane or that Dorinda, where like there is a presence. Season one, as compared to like a Teddy or some other people that haven't lasted as long in the house. I love,
1: I love. um, Well, you know, Diana, have you seen the spoof that people are doing because Diana licks her lips a lot throughout the episodes? I don't notice.
0: I have to watch. Everyone's there's a
1: whole cut. I love it. There's a whole cut of her always like licking her lips. Um, I like her. I mean, I think we've talked about this a lot. There's 10 players on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Your storyline is so short. And of course, you know, you have the Queens, you know, you have Kyle, you have Doris, obviously huge now with what's going on. Rena's big, Erica, J. you know, so I, Diana, we're only going to see these snippets, I think. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot. And I mean, to me, I'm I'm curious, like, does it get interesting with Crystal? Does it, you know, Sutton's a huge player. Um, does- and,
0: apparently Sutton and Diana have a big thing coming up. I mean, by the time everyone hears this, they might have already, but they're going to have a little fight.
1: Yes. Yes. Look,
0: I don't care. Sutton's a good housewife guys. She goes, she went up against right. her. She doesn't care. Right. She doesn't care. And she's not trying to get camera time. So I mean, Sutton, I like, mm-hmm. I don't want to criticize anyone, but like, I said it before, Crystal Girl. I mean, it just may not be. Crystal's got to step it up. You know, she's got to step it up.
1: I and she's, I really, she's I good
0: she's good. I mean, she doesn't do, everyone like needs herself. to be crazy, but I just, I just don't think we're taking ten people into the next season. Kathy Hilton swears that like she ain't going nowhere. She's not going to be run off this show by Rena. But I don't know—is Kathy really going to come back? I, I know.
1: know. Be very interesting. Like I said, look, I don't even miss Kathy at this stage. I don't, I know she's coming up. I know there was obviously like, we've talked about there was like contract dispute or whatever. And then Kathy signed on later. I actually, I love, I adored Kathy last season, but I don't, I don't miss her so far on this. There's so much going on. I don't, it's not like I think about, Oh, when's Kathy going to be here?
0: Well, we got some other things going on. Um, Caroline Manzo wants to punch Teresa in the face. I mean, okay, so I'm like oversimplifying. It's not exactly said like that, but you saw that Carolyn Manza went on her son's podcast.
1: Alby, right? Alby's got a podcast now. And what is okay? And um, well, look, I I think Teresa. I think I'm team Teresa on this. Teresa's like, look, Alby needed press. She went on there. She said that she'd verbal and basically she said that she'd beat the crap out of Teresa verbally, you know, that she needs to be like put in her place or whatever, because so much is going on with Louie and her entitlement or whatever. And Teresa came out and said, this is just to get Albie's podcast out there. And I mean, I kind of agree. I kind of agree. Um, I actually had a very fun run in with. Um. Miss Manzo at the Javits Center in New York City several years ago when Housewives was just beginning. I'm talking, this had to be 12 years ago. Super sweet, very nice, very little in real life. She was terrific. Um, way before like she became super Housewife famous. I'm going to say season one, two, three of like Jersey. Carolyn was great. So, uh, but I do have to be team Therese on this. I just, don't you? Do you think? There's I mean, look, I
0: see, listen, first of all, and well, Teresa also goes further to say that when they were just shot that commercial that neither of them wanted to do, but I mean, money talks, you know, two years ago, three years ago, that they got along as good yeah, as Yeah, their Sabra
1: hummus commercial. Yeah.
0: Look, I feel that, of course, Carolyn knows what she's doing. And if she's going to say this about Teresa, it's going to be a thing. And it does get the podcast out there. Um, I, I do think that She is somebody who would come in and slap Melissa and slap Teresa. And no, I mean, Carolyn versus Carolyn versus Carolyn coming back to Jersey to take to put Teresa in her place is as exciting to fans as LVP coming back. Whether you love them or hate them, you can hate watch Carolyn or a lot of people hate LVP. It doesn't matter. You still would be like, holy shit, this is major, right? So, I mean, Carolyn would take, she would give to She would not care. She would not care. I mean, do we need that, though, also? Like, I mean, we just had that with Margaret. Margaret didn't really care. Yes, I think Caroline is scarier than Margaret, sure. But I don't know. I mean, look, I don't think Caroline's coming back just, yeah. Here's my thing. There's a point at which if you're still talking about the shit and you're involved and you're just, it's a thing, you might as well just go back. I mean, I don't know.
1: Do you think, but why haven't, why hasn't Carolyn been invited back? Jackie, Carolyn, why do you think they have all I, not been back?
0: Well, those are two different situations, Jacqueline and Carolyn. First of all, Jacqueline lives in Vegas with Chris
1: uh,
0: because life got a little expensive in New Jersey. And so they relocated Carolyn. I mean, I think that she is, she could go back anytime she really wants if she really wants it. I do.
1: Ah. I mean, I
0: think, listen, I think they had a great thing in New Jersey the past few years and now they're mixing it up. I mean, Jackie's demoted. They have these three new girls. I think now we're changing the tides in Jersey. And I think that if she wanted to, she certainly could go back. I think it's that she's publicly said, I won't go back unless there's a dumb truck of money. I mean, she knows her worth and I think she's really been clear that it needs to be a million or more. Now you have Teresa and Melissa in the millions, So can they afford this? Do you know what I mean? Like the show is, is top heavy. That is what sunk the ship with Ramona and Luann and Sonia right behind them. The Roni ship sunk because of the salaries-ish. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: You always have such good insight. Um, That's fascinating. Okay. And I mean, does New Jersey need Caroline Manzo? I, you know, I mean, it's pretty good now with Margaret. It's it's really good. You know, Margaret... Um, the, you know, the guys are so good. Jennifer Aiden's so good. I mean, it, it is like there's a franchise that's moved on and it's like Caroline Manzo was a, you know, she is a classic, but yeah.
0: I think you save these things until you need them. LVP, yes. Caroline. But at the same time, you saved Heather Dubrow until you needed her. And I love Heather. It's not her fault, but it didn't really work. It wasn't a great season of the OC. So when you bring, look at, they brought Sheree back and they gave Marlo a peach and Atlanta is having an off season.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I mean,
0: so you're right. I, I think this that's whole a good bringing strategy. people back now it's kind of not worked twice. And I love Sheree and I love Marlo and I love Heather Dubrow. It's not against them. It's not on them. It's overall It's not working. So I don't know. I don't really know. Mm
1: -hmm. What I
0: do know is, speaking of LVP, is that Stassi and Bo have just spoken out about Brittany and Jax not attending their wedding.
1: Okay, no, I'm so curious about this because there's all kinds of rumors floating around that essentially they were uninvited because Stassi and Bo couldn't afford it and there wasn't a production company sending them. So what do you think is the truth and what's being said?
0: Stassi and Bo just said on their Patreon-only... You know, the good, the bad, the baby, that's the name of it. Patreon only, guys. Get out your coins and pay. Um, uh, she has said that, you know, there was, and Bo has said this, that there was a group text with a bunch of golfing bros, and Jax was group texting saying, like, yeah, I'm not going to that thing. And Bo was apparently in the group text, and Jax didn't realize who was in the group text. And so they kind of knew, but they didn't really know. And then like 24 hours before Jax was like, love you guys. We just can't do it. And then Bo was saying like, do you understand the definition of love? Like Bo is involved in this. And Bo is just like, I mean, for every time he texted. And apparently they have screenshots showing Jax's text. Now, I don't think he said, you know, Stassi's my crazy ex. Bo is this. I don't think he trashed them. But he definitely was like, you know, I'm not going to this thing. You know, it's, it's enough negativity that you're putting it in writing. And Bo is on the freaking text chain. So they didn't go. Look, I feel if there's a destination wedding, a lot of people can't go. But Stasi's point is like, and Bo's too, like, well, you RSVP'd yes. And we took two slots away from somebody.
1: Yeah. So I mean, why the hell
0: did you say you're coming? I mean, I just had Brittany on my show. She's very lovely. You know, Lala could not go. I mean, I was supposed to go to see Lala in Texas and I just didn't show up. But Lala was literally on tour and she's like, I rescheduled, like she had an actual tour. She's like, I rescheduled this so many times. How could I not?
1: Yeah, yeah, right. I can't do it so it's, yeah. And she said
0: right away to Stasi, like, what do you want me to do? And Stasi was like, I totally get it. So it's like,
1: yeah, you know what I mean? It's like- yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: no, look, I mean, I understand, like, these are your really good friends and they're not there. I get it. Yeah.
1: yeah, I know that it is. Okay, well, that that is a juicy tidbit. Um, I still am seeing wedding pictures from them. Stasi looked gorgeous, 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 beautiful. Jax beautiful, beautiful. is
0: just not an adult. Like, if Jax doesn't want to do something, he just doesn't do it, which mm-hmm. I like to not do anything I don't want to do either. But it's called being an adult that you have to do. Things in life that you don't want to do. And again, don't go to Italy and spend the money and do everything. I mean, you know, everyone says they're broke, they're broke. Why do you say you're coming? You just have to say you're not coming, period. Um, we have a new franchise, Dubai. Uh,
1: okay. I'm so curious. Are you going to be watching? Um, what are your thoughts? Like, right. Because uh, like-
0: the first episode will have come, the first two episodes will have come out by the time everybody listens to this, um, there's all this. Did you see all of the, um, opposition now? Did you have human rights groups? I
1: I mean, look, I can (sighs) see this. I I mean, I'm curious what your thought is. I mean, I I can see this both ways. People are arguing Saudi Arabia, the UAE, you know, I mean, there's, we know there's a human rights issue there. I mean, these are things we know, you know, we know that their government most likely if it hasn't already been completely determined, you know, murdered the journalist uh, Khashoggi. I mean, we know like, we know that, right? I mean, at the same time, it's like these people that are calling for the show to either be pulled or for Andy Cohen and Bravo to directly um, address the human rights issues that are going on there. I mean, how do we know they're not going to, you know, part of me is like, well, how do you know they're not going to do that on the show? It hasn't even aired yet. Um, and then the other part of me is like, I get what they're saying, you know, I get what they're saying that they're going to kind of brush over that. Do I think Bravo and them are going to do much about it? I don't think that this is a movement that's getting a lot of, I don't think it's getting enough steam. I mean, you know, we have so many issues that people are so upset about right now. What are your thoughts?
0: They want, um, Right. They want a disclaimer at the beginning and end of our show. First of all, let me just say, I mean, I've been to Dubai as a gay man. I've been to Abu Dhabi as well. Let's just put that out there. I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, well, I mean, gays. Were you, you nervous? No, it's funny. So I was not, and I went with a gay friend. Neither of us felt nervous. The only place my friend who I used to travel with all the time, he felt really uneasy. And it's one of these things like you travel and then like we're on the plane on the way home. And like my friend is like, when we came home from Morocco, he was like, I just want to let you know, I felt uncomfortable the whole time we were there. And I'm like, by the way, for what, me right? Like, when were you going to tell me this? Uh, the only place I really felt uncomfortable was Russia. I was scared in Russia pretty much the whole time we were there now the last night like right before we got on the flight we went to a I, gay bar
1: are you not right. in Russia what is wrong with you
0: and let me tell you honey I live on the edge and let me tell you it was like
1: oh my black. god
0: I it was like the old it was black door like blacked out you had to ring a doorbell we were with a girlfriend and we rang the doorbell and she was like hi can you they wouldn't answer so then like we rang it again and then one of us said something they opened it let me tell you something. When you walk in this gay bar, it's like a fucking people sh- swinging from the chandeliers. Like that fucking repression. Look, you can't stop people from having sex, guys. Okay, like it was crazy. And then we were like, "Oh my god!" Like why didn't we do this every night? We were here, but it, we still were like, "Okay, let's." It literally was like like I had to leave for the. I would airport. have been shitting
1: like, my pants. I would have been shitting my pants. Once like-
0: you were in the gay bar in Russia, you felt fine like okay how many years
1: ago was this though but just as an American mind you
0: no mind you we had issues in Russia like somebody was talking to us one day and they were like never go there Mm -mm. we get this one day we were in a car and we were going somewhere and the car was like well do you want me to take you down there instead and we're like what's down there and he's like the gay bars we're like oh disgusting disgusting (laughs) no we want no gay bars because like it really was like a it, i really it was like a trap i feel. You like,
1: like it felt like it was a setup yes. yes i oh my god david when did you go to russia i would never go to russia i don't care i, I don't mean, care
0: moscow uh-huh. i mean it was Great. I I, fucking love I mean, Russia. everyone that's
1: been has said it's amazing, but I look loose lips, sink ships, all the ships loose around me sink are, sink, are sunk all the way to the bottom of the ocean. I talk so much shit. I could never go there. I would be wiretapped, bribed. No, uh-uh.
0: you just, and then another day, same thing. Someone was talking to us and we thought like this local And then he was like, well, what do you guys like want to do? Do you want any advice on something? And he was like, you know, do you want to know where the gay bars are? Two different times. Once we were in a car, people wanted to know if we wanted to know where the gay bars were. And I'm like, both times we were like, what? Like, why would we ever want gay bars? So then we found them on our own the last night. And I was like, well, we have to leave for the airport at like 2 a.m. And it's like 9 p.m. Like, why don't we just try this for like three hours? And we did. And it was great. But... Yeah. So, but anyway, so I I'm didn't over feel here nervous. For you. I didn't feel safe in Russia, my friends, but I, yeah, I felt safe in Dubai and Abu Dhabi. Like I didn't, I mean, okay. I had a little bit of like an insular trip and it wasn't like I was out really on the streets, but I mean, I was, so, I mean, I don't know. So look,
1: but do you, okay. But as a long time Bravo viewer and insider, I mean, what do you, how do you feel about them doing the show there? And do you think they should put a disclaimer? I mean, look, I mean, in all fairness, there's a shitload of disclaimers now on all kinds of shows. There's suicide disclaimers, there's language disclaimers, there's trigger. I mean, you see it now on a lot of programs on TV all the time. I I think think it's more
0: of like, well, why are these particular women involved? And, And I mean, it's more I don't really think it's on the viewer on this one. You know what I mean? Like, okay, put a disclaimer if you want, but. I mean, I don't get it. I mean, I guess they're arguing like the Dubai, they're benefiting off this, it's promoting tourism, and they're making money with production, renting places, and they have to go in and film. I don't know. I mean, it's more on like, hey, Carolyn Stanbury, what the hell are you doing living there? You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I but yeah, no, I mean, I can tell you Bravo is not pulling the show or analyzing anything no they don't give a fuck guys they don't give a fuck so i mean i'm just being honest like nobody cares um bravo doesn't it's here we go the train is leaving and it's going to make money um we have a new uh man for giselle bryant
1: okay well we do i guess right i mean well i don't know i didn't
0: read the article do do we or do we not
1: well, you know, suppose, I mean, there's no information as far as what I can find. It's, it's just that she is reportedly dating somebody and Giselle. it's not Peter Thomas, um, that we, you know, we obviously talked about all those rumors at nauseum. She gave a, you know, we talked about Giselle's interview. She did with Fox Five DC, where she said the rumors caused so much drama. She had to call her ex. She had to call Cynthia. It's no longer Cynthia Bailey. What is it? Cynthia Smith. What is it now? Cynthia
0: Bailey, who's married to Mike Hell.
1: Yeah. Isn't it? Did, did Cynthia take his name or is it still Cynthia? I call Bailey? her
0: Cynthia Bailey.
1: Okay. So Cynthia Bailey. I believe you know,
0: that that is her name.
1: We, we, the long and the short is Giselle is reportedly dating somebody, but we don't know who he is or any further detail. And this kind of fits the ongoing narrative. The complaint that people always have with Giselle is it's just like these boyfriends that we never see. Right. And last season, where everyone puts all their shit out there. And you know, Ashley Darby is getting ready to put so much out about her life. Giselle seems to hide these guys and you never know really their identities or if in fact it's true. So we'll see. Right. We'll I mean, that's say. that's what we, that's like the extent that we know, but I'm with the women. I, I think it's you sign up for these shows and I think that the expectation is you put these relationships on the show. And if you don't want to, then maybe it's time to not do the show. And I mean, they love Giselle. This is Giselle's career. But I would be annoyed if I were a Potomac housewife and Giselle seems to get free pass after free pass. And I mean, I think everybody now is kind of like it was a joke that she was back with her ex because I mean... That w- that didn't go anywhere. That wasn't anything. He didn't even, you know, they lived together again. They kind of hung out. That was it.
0: Um. Yes and yes. I mean, look. Do I, think I, love, I love
1: Giselle. I love the whole cast. But I, as a cast member, everyone has gone through the ringer with their relationships. And I would be pretty mad at production where it's just like, oh, are we going to meet your boyfriend? She's like, nope, nope. And then everybody's like, okay.
0: Well, that's what I think we're going to get. I think we're going to get that. I don't think Giselle's going to, I mean, that's the criticism of Giselle. That's the criticism that you are the the producer and you create all this. Like you're the Lisa Rinna, Lisa Vanderpump, Bethany Frankel of Potomac. And you create all this crap and you stir it up and you don't reveal anything. That is the criticism of Giselle. That is why people, I guess, don't like her and like her. But do I think we're going to get to meet anybody and Giselle's going to open up? No. I don't, so I
1: know. I agree. I don't
0: know what that's all about. I mean, also a couple of other things. So, you know, I'm in the Hamptons. So now Friday night I go to Allman gay nights.
1: Okay. I want to hear. Yes. You have been meeting. I mean, the who's there's a lot coming on. Listen, I'm that's keeping true. tabs okay. on. Okay.
0: Well, of course, this is like, you know, Memorial day weekend. And it's like the first weekend in the Hamptons okay. really. And of course, at Almond Gay Night is the one and only Mr. Andrew Cohn sitting there.
1: Okay. Okay. Let me tell you,
0: I mean, you could ask questions if you would like, let me tell you something. First of all, not that he needs to care because he doesn't, but Andy Cohn, don't give a fuck. Like he is, mm-hmm. I mean, these yeah. girls and by girls, I mean, the boys are like dressed to the nines. Like Andy is in like, um, like a pullover light blue, grateful dead hoodie. On like a Friday, he doesn't...
1: Oh my God, that's my dream, right? He, like, so basically what you're saying is he, like everybody there is snatched looking great. And Mr. Cohen is just like a disheveled mess, right? Like doesn't care. The sweatshirt looks like it could smell. It looks like there's some mustard stains from the children. It's, it's kind of gross. Like, yeah.
0: 100. And <laughs> does it matter? Is there anybody in this bar right now that does not want to drop to their knees for Daddy Kong? I mean... <laughs> Like Andy Cone can walk out and say line up and you can (laughs) all just stay on your knees. And at the end of that experience, I'll choose who is going to come move into my house. And I guarantee you there'd be a line out the door. So it doesn't really matter. But yes, there is a sweatshirt that looks like it smells from the kids and hair disheveled. And yes, I have a newborn. Now, mind you, some could say he does have a
1: newborn. He does. What are you? But some
0: could say, what are you doing there trying to get dick when you have your newborn at home? (laughs) I'm not saying that. I'm just saying other people in the bar that night said that, (laughs) Uh, you know, but daddy cone was there at his table, holding court, best table in the house. I mean, there were literally like 250. It was packed. Um, wait, wait a minute. Daddy, now, yes. did Andy come in with an entourage or was it just
1: Andy and a friend?
0: Daddy Cohen was sitting when I got there. Um, There was a mini entourage, mini.
1: Now, do we think Daddy Cohen is dating somebody or do we think Daddy Cohen is there on the hunt?
0: I think Daddy Cohen gets lots of dick and I don't think Daddy Cohen is dating anyone now. I don't yeah. think so. Is
1: Anderson, is Anderson Cooper boot up? I mean, he had a long time partner, right? And then they I don't split. think so.
0: I think Anderson Cooper's on the market too. And he will be at Alman on Friday nights too. So I will be keeping my eyes open for some tea on that. Don't leave me alone no. at Almond Cause I observe daddy <laughs> Cohen. I'm <laughs> observing you. I got to talk to the behind the velvet rope guests. Um, listen, and I was there with Rachel, you could tell. That was my, she's my buddy.
1: The queen. I can't wait to meet her. She's one of your friends. I want to, like, I just, you know, whatever. I'm obsessed.
0: Originally, with her. you know, people she, know her. Baby, no, people know her from her ties to tiger. I mean, sorry, Rachel. That's just, I have to, I think that's the facts. I mean, Look,
1: I, I am obsessed with an era when people were tabloid, you know, like, just like, they were on the front pages of the tabloids for all the time. And there was just a period of time she was, and she's very stunning. She's beautiful. And I bet she's Gorgeous. a very stunning woman in real life. And she just dominated the national Enquirer and people magazine for so, and I, I, i read every single thing about her. I was just like, cause you know, Tiger Woods, we never, no one ever thought that Tiger Woods cheated on his beautiful, perfect little blonde wife. Meanwhile, well, he, he did. Doing yeah. yeah I know. He was getting
0: Well, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I was there with her. And so okay. then she was like, I mean, I didn't even see Andy. She's the one that saw Andy. And I was like, okay. Then I think it was Don Lemon from NBC was there.
1: Oh, okay. So that's she went good. and
0: talked to him. I didn't talk to him. Someone tapped me on the shoulder and said, you're behind the velvet Rose. So I said, yeah, I have one listener out of these 250 gay men here. Hello. Welcome. Yeah. Um, we like that. And then what else? That was really oh, do you know who was also at Almond? Was oh. Simon Huck, who is Courtney Kardashian's oh. best friend.
1: Yes. And he's recently married.
0: He is recently married, and let me tell you, he just really, sweetie. He just happened to be standing near like Andy's table all night. I'm like, honey, if you circle, the, if you circle the table long enough, like Daddy Cohn is not inviting you to sit down. He, but he was there. There was no Kourtney Kardashian inside because then, I, then David would have woken up from the deep sleep and been excited. Like
1: you weren't, you like know, Simon, Hawk, I mean, I
0: Simon, that. and Daddy Cohn, whatevs. But I was with Rachel. No, if Kourtney was there. Then I would have had a, my heart stop beating for a second. But what was, like I say, Rachel did not think the guys that Daddy Cone were sitting with were cute. I didn't think they were so bad. So I thought they were kind of cute, to be honest with you. Um,
1: Sound good to me, yeah.
0: So that's that. Then, so that was, the, you listen, there's nothing really more to say. I saw Daddy have two drinks and then that was it. And But, you know, same table and he's there. So I'm going to be watching out and did not give a, what he looked like. Just like, literally, like, I just literally don't give a fuck.
1: I love it. I love Um, it. That's true celebrity. And I mean, I like one of the biggest stars I ever met was Adam Levine. And I, he smelled like he had just rolled out of an attic. Like, do you know when you like back in the day when you were a kid or whatever and you throw all your laundry? Okay. That, yeah. Or (laughs) When you had no clean clothes, but you wanted to wear like this T-shirt and you would pull it out of the laundry and it just had this mildewy smell to it. And you thought, fuck it, I'm going to wear it anyway. I mean, that was Adam Levine to a T and never gave a rip. And but I mean, huge star. Well,
0: Adam Levine is also fucking hot as hell. Oh, he
1: was gorgeous in real life, too. But I mean, he stunk. I mean, he smelled, but. I, you know, again, like I just picture Andy Cohen smelling that same way. (laughs) and It's like, they didn't care. I don't think it matters. Then
0: the the next day I go to this event. It's like, it wasn't even, it was like a thing. I have a friend who's like connected to it. Eva Longoria wants to basically be the next George Clooney. She's launching, it's launched like six months ago, her own tequila line.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: There was an event at a house, which was not hers, but it was with Eva Eva was just, I mean, this is when I say event, this was like 25, maybe 30 people. So it's like, I mean, I figured like Eva Gloria is not going to be at this. Then you walk in and she's right there and you're like, well, she's not going to stay here. She was there the entire time. It was supposed to be a private performance by Paris Jackson. What?
1: Oh my God. I would have freaked out about that too. Like (gasps) mind you, you also, I mean, I,
0: I walked in the house and Paris Jackson was like literally the first person I saw by walking in was Paris Jackson.
1: Is Paris Jackson beautiful in real life too?
0: She's beautiful, but honey, she just like, she was with her boyfriend in all black. Mind you, this is like during the day in the Hamptons in this summer. Like, I don't know what not. this guy is wearing all black, like black jeans, but I mean, Paris Period, just, like. Paris was not feeling it and like pouting around Paris was pouting around. And then the PR person that I know was like, yeah, you know, like Paris isn't going to perform. And mind you, I assume that Eva's company, I mean, she's, Peter, yeah. for this. yeah, no, I think just, I think Paris still got her money. And she just wasn't, wasn't interested in performing and just left within like probably she was there for probably 20 minutes that I was there and then just left. And I'm like, I don't know what type of clause that is. Like you get half of it, but I think she still got paid a buck. Can you imagine just, you're not in the mood. She just was like in a bad mood.
1: No, I think it's not good. And that only lasts for so long, I think in Hollywood. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little. Eva
0: was amazing. Like Eva was just so nice
1: get it girl i love it okay what if i mean oh, god david yontif i mean my weekend consisted of seeing dane cook at the laugh factory and i mean you i mean you've been daddy Cohen. i mean please my weekend was nothing compared to that oh and i did run into jack black but minus that
0: that's not bad
1: he was very nice i, I was- also
0: went on a date with some like big Hollywood. But you know, listen, I mean, a date is I've gone on like 100 dates since I've been here. FYI. But
1: what? My God, you've been busy.
0: Listen, it's it's a good scene out here. It's good pedigree. Um, You know, you know what I say? I either want young and hot or age appropriate and like really wealthy. But I mean, I don't know. I'm going to be alone forever. I'm going to be alone forever. So don't everyone think that's an obnoxious statement. Um,
1: Okay. And who are you leaning towards? Like, what is, what is the Hampton serving young and hot or are they serving more age
0: appropriate -appropriate and like wealthy, but you know, it's again, I sniff. So like I went out with some like big, big wig from E I'm just like, who's like an agent. I'm, I'm just like, can you book people on my podcast? Like, I just really like, I mean, I didn't really, maybe this is why I'm single, but I didn't really say that. But I, I mean, at some point I said it during this dinner, I'm like, well, who, who do you got? Like, what do you got for me here? Um, what do you got? doesn't work at E anymore. You was in charge of Seacrest. was in charge of Seacrest during, look, I talk a big game, but it's so hard to be like a person that just sells out for money. It's so hard. like you have to be with them and listen to them and like really hang in there for like 20, 50. Like the money is not yours until the person leaves the world. And that's all long time possibly.
1: Look, when you marry and date for money, you work for it every single day. Do Do not think, don't, do not fool yourself (sighs) listening, thinking like, oh, I'm going to get with somebody rich and it's going to be so easy. The people I know who are with people for money, they work for it every day. I know one woman, she lives this grandiose life. I mean, she's young. She's beautiful. She, I mean, she has $20,000 shopping sprees. She has to have phone sex with her fiance. I mean, this guy wants phone sex. He doesn't want real sex. It doesn't matter where he is. He wants to get on. That's not
0: so bad.
1: Okay. But every, he's a sex addict who wants it every day. She has a child. I mean, can you imagine Can you imagine? I mean, is
0: this video phone sex? Because you could just have phone. I could have phone sex with you right now and just (laughs) dial it in and fake it. I mean, that's not so bad. That's a lot better than having sex with someone that like
1: you're not interested in. I'm sorry. But like if he gets up in the morning and you guys are there and he doesn't want to have physical sex with you, he wants to get into his Porsche in the garage and get dial you in. It's just like, this is so fucking weird. I mean, at what point Listen, like, oh. people
0: are just, yeah. So I don't know, but this oh. guy was, he was, I don't know. He was fine. <sighs> he was fine. Um, but he, here we are. Here we um, are. so that's that. And then before we go, I heard a rumor
1: Oh, well.
0: and by the way, well, to save my room for next time, by the way, you know, who was also at the gay bar at Almond on Friday night, I forgot. Now I'm not saying that this means you're gay because I was with Rachel. So Rachel's straight. Rachel's a straight woman and I'm sure there were straight men there. So I'm not outing this person because it doesn't mean you're gay just because you're there. But you know who was there? The one, the only Brooks Marks. (laughs) Brooks! Little Brooksy boy was there. Um, I mean, I Brooks has never come out. Brooks isn't out yet. Like he's And not. there's a
1: lot of controversy about that. You know, obviously Meredith Marks from um Real Hospice of Salt Lake City. is a huge ally, part. huge ally. Um, never come out. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, what are you going to say about that? I mean, they, they made a very big stink about that on, you know, this past season that, you know, he's never talked to even Meredith and her husband about his sexuality, let alone, I mean, what can you comment about that? I think
0: people question, I mean, look, there's a lot of things to question these days, sexuality, um, binary, non-binary pronouns, gender. So like, you don't know what someone's going through, but like Brooksy was there, all right. And him and his friends didn't really stay. They were like, this is so fucking busy. I'm like, mm-hmm. welcome to, you know, the Hamptons in the summer. I'm a more, it literally, I mean, even when we went there, and we, mind you, I wouldn't have gone there. It's it's every Friday at Almond, it's gay night, but I wouldn't have gone there. Rachel was the one who was like, I'm like, just come to sad. We'll go to like the hotel bar. We'll just have a martini. She's like, well, shouldn't we go to Almond? I'm like, uh, you don't have to ask me twice to go to like the gay night at Allman, but I figured it was quiet. It was like the first night it's May. I figured there would be kind of busy. Oh no, 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 no. no. I got out of this door no. and I'm like, people were like outside. I was like, there was literally 250 people there. So when Mr. Marks Brooks did not want to stay because it was so busy and they kind of like, I was like, I, I, I don't blame you. Rachel has a way of getting what she wants And mine did, somehow Got us a bar space And I'm like we're just going to stand here Because like I mean we have a space at the bar now. I don't know how you did that one Rachel gets what she wants guys Oh well Rachel- she's like
1: She's, she's stunning. She's tall. She's beautiful. I mean, you know, there's just people that you, that you walk into a restaurant or whatever, and they're like, they just command attention, you know, cause they have that look. She, she, to me comes off as a person that has that look. Um, she's but, gorgeous.
0: Literally.
1: Wait, did you already say this part? But you know, Brooks has been on your show. So did you and Brooks have a conversation and he just said, oh, hi, bye. Or you didn't speak. You just saw one another.
0: It's we said hi. I mean, when I tell you like a conversation with anybody i mean oh, it was okay like yeah 250 packed be like you couldn't even like you barely like i literally was like i don't even know if i should get a martini until we got the bars i was like i how am i gonna drink a martini like i right. mean i would have gotten like it was that like you couldn't even take the drink and put it to your lips it was so crowded it was like
1: got it, got in
0: it. it was insane
1: got it okay okay Brooks Marx, everybody. So all right. there you go. Um, well, Mr. Yes. Yantip, I mean, I feel like that is a lot. We've covered a lot that's going on in the Bravo universe.
0: I think this was good. We covered a lot. Um, everyone could always find me um, behind the Velvet Rope on Apple and Spotify, or you can listen to follow me on Instagram at behind velvet rope. And where can we find you?
1: Yeah, right. It's at the Sarah Fraser Show. You guys know I love TikTok. I'm all over TikTok. Sarah Fraser Show. Everywhere podcasts are played, and I follow my dear friend, David Yontiff's lead. And I put out shows seven days a week. So tons of Sarah content. Oh my God. It's
0: not always fun.
1: No, it's it's not a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I I just talked to someone about launching a podcast and I was telling them all the things that I was doing. And then halfway through, they said, you can stop right there. I know I'm never going to do any of this. (laughs)
0: Rachel will Rachel wants me to do a podcast with her a whole second show. And it sounds great. And, you know, I'm going to get money. So I don't, you know, I don't get out of bed for free, sweetheart. Come on. Sure. Um, I mean, I'd rather be in bed with a martini all day. So I was like, I just, as much as I like, when, when, and like nobody understands this. And she has another business guy involved. And I'm like, I don't think anybody understands. Like, this is the time the day starts. And this is the time the day. Like, when am I going to run Rachel Yucatel's podcast? I'm like, and then I started having a breakdown. And then I had another sip of the drink. And then I'm like, I would be a billionaire if I could fucking clone myself, but I can't. And then I just, and then I just had a complete breakdown and got drunk. And I'm like, you're all fucking stressing me out because I have no time. Okay.
1: meant too. All right, David. I love you.
0: We'll see you soon. Love you. i see you next week.
1: Bye.
0: Bye. Bye
1: gorgeous. See ya.
0: Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear,